Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode three of On the Board Sports Talk. As I promised last week, and uh, if you follow me this week on Twitter, uh, I told my best bud Cody that if he scored a goal in our beer league last week, that I would have him on the podcast. And I need you guys to know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to deliver on that. So... Here's here Cody. I am. Yeah, here's here I Cody. am. I'm on yeah, the podcast. He's here. He's on the podcast. I, it, it took a lot. I scored a goal. Here I am. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's neat. Uh, Very I happy usually, to be here. Thank yeah. you for having me. Sorry yeah, for interrupting. No, yeah. Welcome. We, we got a little Coors Light action. We're hanging out. We're going to talk a little sports. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is really cool because like, I do this by myself every week. And I, I love doing it by myself, but like, I got a buddy to talk to. About the sports, I got all all kinds of sports I want to talk about, and I don't have to like do that by myself. That's super exciting. So let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about baseball. I, the Yankees game just ended a little while ago. How about Garrett Cole? Seven innings, no walks, fifteen Ks. They beat the Angels. It's awesome. That's what fifteen strikeouts. It's a complete whooping. Like, it's, it's an ass whooping. Yeah, it is an you... ass whooping. The dude's throwing down. It's awesome. Um, the Yankees, they're, they're second. They're second in the AL East right now. They're they're you know Tampa, Tampa's nine and one. The Rays have been dominant, so it's it's hard to compete with that. But the Yankees are they're doing their thing. Garrett Cole, it it's impressive stuff, it, especially over the Angels who have been on. I don't want to use the phrase streak, but the the Angels, you know, they've been winning some games this year. They've been playing. Otani's Otani's standing on his head. He's he's I mean, he's the best he's player incre- in baseball right now. It's he's crazy. incredible. He's incredible. To watch. Absolutely insane. And Two way player. And yep. It's get, insane. Yeah, he's getting up there throwing pitches. He's getting up there hitting homers. He stole his fortieth base, or I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. He stole his twentieth base. Hit his fortieth home run. Wow. Different numbers. Yeah, that's wild. And then to get up there and pitch. I know. Pitch deep into games. It's wild. Super cool. Um, but Garrett Cole. Throwing 15 strikes is also, or 15 strikeouts is also cool. I like that. Uh, it's going to be a fun run, I think, through the end of the regular season into the postseason here as we, we're officially in September now. September yeah. 1st. We're, yeah, we're, we're in it. We're, we're in it. There. So we're, we're in that race now, and I think the Yankees and Rays and that whole AL situation is going to be going to be fun. We'll get into the standings a little bit later. Uh, we've got some other fun baseball stuff that we're going to talk about here. Um, something I want to get out of the way that, obviously, if you're a baseball fan, you saw it this week. Uh, team from Michigan, first Little League World Series since 1959. Badass. It's just cool. <laughs> it's just cool. I got, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it. We really talk Major League Baseball here for the most part. Um, but that's that's pretty neat. Uh, congratulations to them. I really got a kick out of watching the games that I watched out of the Little League World Series this year. Kids are good, man. Yeah, I think it's so cool how they can they can take. I talked about it last week. You know, I, the kids and yeah, it's, and, and it's, it's like the majors. It's yeah, the same it's thing. full it's fledged. Yeah, full fledged competition. Yeah. It's awesome. I talked about it last week with the obviously the age difference. Again, I mentioned it last week, but it's like when you go to like like we went for your birthday last year. We went to the American League hockey game, watched the Silver Knights. It's the talent that precedes what you're going to see at the prof- the yeah. top tier professional and level. And it's at the very beginning. For these kids, it's cool. You know, yeah, it's just cool to see. It's awesome. This talent from when they're kids from the, when all they're the kid, way to all when the way through. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I enjoy it. Um, 
We're going to move on from that, though, because there are funnier things to talk about in baseball right now. And I think that's pretty much everything happening in New, in New York. Um, and yeah, I don't, yeah, boo. I am not talking about the Yankees or Garrett Cole's 15 strikeouts tonight. Uh, I'm talking about the Mets. I'm talking about Javi Baez. I'm talking about booing your fans. I'm going to be the one to say it, and I apologize for the profanity in advance, but I fucking love it. I think it's hilarious. I don't care. I like the whole thing. I like, yeah, the, yeah. I like the fans aspect. I like the, yeah. the team's aspect. The only person whose opinion on it I did not care for was Sandy Anderson, the Mets president. Like, what? I get it. You don't condone it. You're the face of the organization. Yeah. You're the, the leader of the organization. You have to make a professional statement, but... He said the fans have the right to boo. Yeah, and like, uh, sure they do, but like, so do the players. Yeah, where is that? Where, where, where is that? Where, where is that? That yeah. half of the conversation? Because the teams that I love, I seldom boo. I guess I wouldn't yeah. say I never ever do it, but I like I'm not going to go to a game and boo my team. Yeah, I just you know I'm there to support the team, win or lose. Whatever I don't know, I, I'm I'm digging it. I hope this 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 causes some ripples going into the yeah the playoffs. It's gonna be the interesting. Drama's just fun. To yeah, watch. it's just fun to watch. It's hilarious. Like I haven't seen a picture of Javi Baez since this started without his thumbs down. Like it's just it's it's funny. Whatever. It's obviously affecting whatever they got going on. Should we get into standings? Sure. I feel like we should should dive into the standings a little bit. Uh, We'll dive in with the Rays. Oh, man. 84. 84 games win right now. Is it 84 wins already? 84 wins. Incredible. What is it? Them and somebody else got to have 84 wins. The Giants? 84 wins? Yeah. Pretty sure it's the Giants. First in the uh, NL West. First in the AL East. You've heard me say it for two weeks now. I'm an Orioles fan. I hate talking about the AL East so much. They're so bad. <laughs> Whatever. They lost tonight to the Blue Jays. By a run. Dylan Tate's 0-5, closing on the year. It's not good. Not good. But the Rays, on the other hand, are not doing anywhere near as poorly as the Orioles, who did break 40 wins. I just... I want that to be noted somewhere. Let's go. Let's go. They won 41 games so far. They're 41 and 91. It's not good, but 41. If you won 41 games in the regular season in the NFL, you would have like three and a half winning season record. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. Rays lead the AL East. The White Sox, they had an exciting one tonight against Pittsburgh. Uh, Liam Hendricks. Dude is such a badass. What a pitcher. He went off. I know you didn't watch the game. I know you had you were yeah. hanging out with the kids. You didn't watch the game. I watched the game. Liam Hendricks is such a baller, man. What a good pitcher. That dude is a, he is an elite two-seam fastball throwing. He's just he's exciting to watch, man. That guy's he's an intense pitcher to watch. I really like it. They lead the White Sox lead the AL Central. Uh, they are six and four in their last ten. Uh, actually not quite as good as the Cleveland counterpart, who is two games behind them, seven and three. Uh, Tigers are four and six in their last ten. Whatever, we'll see what happens there. 
Uh, the Astros, as I said last week or the week before, whatever, I hate to see it. You hate to see it. I think everybody hates to yeah. see it. Astros lead the AL West. Yeah, yeah it's not good. It's not good. I watched that out with some, some Coors Light or yeah, something. Uh, athletics are five games behind them, but they're on a little bit of a skid, three and seven in their last ten. I don't know what the athletics are doing. We'll see. Mariners are a game back in them. Third in the AL West. We're, we'll, we'll see what happens in the next uh, couple weeks there. Braves still lead the NL East. The Brewers. I've been talking about the Brewers. I talked about the Brewers last week. I talked about the Brewers the week before. Fun. Brewers are badass. Brewers are badass. About, you know? One of my favorite podcasts recorded at their ballpark. Last, I think it was last week. Yeah. It's just so yeah. cool. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just so After cool. After game. Yeah, I don't know if it was after a game. Nobody there. It looked empty. Yeah, Yeah. it definitely looked empty. I don't know if it was after a game or what the deal was, but I saw pictures on Twitter, and then I listened to the podcast a little bit. Well, I'm still listening to it. I listen to my podcast in segments. I don't know, because, like, I, you know, I I work all day, and then, like, I come home and I do other stuff. And, like, I listen to my podcast in pieces, and I pause them and then try to jump back in where I, I leave off. If you guys do that, let me know. Like, I'll start leaving bigger spaces. Like that one, if you want to pause and then continue about your day. I'll throw a couple more of those in throughout the, the program here, and we'll just kind of see what happens. Um, Brewers still leading the Central. Giants uh, with the Rays, 84 wins on the year. Giants kick ass. Just a good baseball team. I like watching them play. I like watching them hit the ball. Uh, they... Uh, they definitely deserve to be where they're at. Um, they, you know, they're, they're, they're in for a run. Uh, the Dodgers, tying them up in wins, uh, they've actually won one more in their last 10. They are 7-3. and three. Giants are 6-4. and four. We've talked about the Dodgers all year. Everybody's talked about the Dodgers all year. Uh, they, the Nobody season they had, the yeah, every year. yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, I don't win the World Series last yeah. year. You beat Tampa. Not a lot's changed this year. Tampa's in the running. The Giants are in the running. The well, <laughs> Tampa's in the running. The Dodgers are in the running. The Padres, yeah, thirteen games back, made an awful lot of made an awful lot of noise this year to go four and six on one of the last legs of the year. I don't know, whatever. This is, this is an up and down kind of month, I think, that we're in for. Month, five weeks, whatever, if you want to backdate it a little bit. This is where your games really start to count unless you play at Camden Yards or PNC if you're from Pittsburgh. Um, you know, this is where if, if you're a team that's going into the playoffs, this is, this is where it really counts, or if, at least if you have a shot to get into the playoffs. Go on a run, you know, have some big games, see what happens. This is when baseball gets truly exciting to watch. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for all of this, uh, with the exception of the Houston Astros. And I think that that is a perfect transitioning point into what is right around the corner and what has had a ton of excitement like the last two or three weeks. Um, so we're going to get into the NFL and what's going on with the NFL. And I think we all know where we should start and that is going to be with quarterbacks oh i know what you're thinking i know what you're thinking (laughs) 
I know what you're thinking. You're thinking Cam. Yep. I'm going to throw you a curveball. Okay. See that? Back, okay. back to the baseball. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to start with, we talked last week about Teddy Bridgewater being named the starting quarterback. And I say we, it was me. But now you're here. I so was there. You were there. Whatever. Listener, day one. Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater, starting quarterback. That's going to be interesting to see. We talked about that last week. Uh, we got some other starting quarterback stuff that I've been kind of hovering around, and I told you all last week. It is almost an absolute shame. It's a mockery to not utilize all of the weapons that Sean Payton has available to him, especially in Taysom Hill. You can't lock him in to a starting quarterback position, which essentially it cuts in half what he's capable of, of doing. You utilize him. You utilize him in the slot. You utilize him to take snaps and run the ball. You utilize him wherever he is going to be effective, and that's a hell of a lot more places than the quarterback position. Again, I talked about this last week. The guy's a Swiss Army knife. You put him anywhere where it is advantageous to you if you're Sean Payton. And if there's one thing Sean Payton knows how to do, it's capitalize on the assets in hand to him. I mean, look at the top running backs the dude's had through the years. He's he's smart enough to find ways to use Taysom Hill effectively and use Winston's arm at the starting quarterback position. Yeah, obviously the guy got, you know, he didn't last in Tampa Bay and he's 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 had some some troubles when it comes to throwing it to the right team is a I guess the best way to put it, whatever. Um but you got you got to use the, the raw talent that he does have and if you're Sean Payton in that New Orleans coaching staff you utilize that to do what you can to make him the best player that you can for your roster fit same thing with Taysom Hill you use him where it's advantageous to use him and I'm I'm glad to see it I think I think Winston deserves a starter position and I think Taysom thrives where he can be effective across the field objectively you don't lock him into a, a just a starting quarterback position where all he does is hand off, run, and throw the ball. He's 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 too useful in other aspects for that. So that's where I'm at with that. I uh, I, I like Winston as the starting quarterback in New Orleans. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, I again I I really think that Taysom Hill with his ability to run routes and catch the ball and be effective on the other side of the ball on defense and special teams. He's there's too many other avenues that you can use Taysom Hill for the benefit of the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's versatile. He's versatile. Yeah, he's versatile. You can put him in all kinds of places, and he's going to be effective. You're not going to have that with Winston, so start him. Let him throw the ball. Let him hand the ball off. Let him use his feet. We'll see how it goes. You know, I don't know that it's 16 weeks worth of 17 weeks. I keep forgetting 17 mm-hmm. weeks now. Yeah, 17 weeks worth of, of starter quality there. We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. He's finished out seasons in time other places. Tell. Yep, yep, time will tell. It'll be fun to have breakfast beers and watch. <laughs> um, quarterbacks. This is kind of a quarterback deal right now, what we What's have going, going on. on. Quarterback, yeah, quarterbacks and injuries, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton, what the hell are you doing? What the hell is going on in New England? What the hell is going on with Cam Newton since 2015? Yeah. I just don't get this this whole thing. I mean, I get I get him not being not only not named the starter, but not even around for another season in New Orleans. 
you played every game last year and you threw eight touchdowns. I understand you rushed them all quite a bit, but in a Bill Belichick-led offense, as a starting quarterback, you threw eight touchdowns. Not good enough. It's not good enough. It's not sufficient. Especially not in a Bill Belichick, New England Patriots, fresh off Tom Brady dynasty offense. You had one option there. That was to come in and thrive. 2015 Cam. That didn't happen. Right. Not the not the Heisman Trophy winning. It's yeah. It's it's not it's not the Cam it's not the Cam Newton of yesteryear. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. It's it's not good. It's not what Bill Belichick or New England fans or really anybody that has watched Cam Newton or football considers to be the level of play of a, a starting quarterback in New England. Do I think there's a possibility that somebody else picks him up, puts him somewhere? I mean, you got to almost admit earlier in the year Cam had a point. There's not going to be 32 other guys peaking better than him. There, there's something to be said about a statement like that. There's something to be said about the accuracy of it. Given previous years like his 2015 campaign, but I don't know that it stands right now. That was six years ago. That's what I'm saying. You know. Yeah, I obviously again I just the number eight, like I just keep <clears throat> bouncing back to that eight touchdowns in a Bill Belichick led Patriots offense. That's insanely low. Yeah. It's not good. So that'll be interesting to see if and where Cam Newton ends up and if it's before opening day and if he has a starter position on opening day. If he has a job at all. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I'll tell you two players that will not be present on opening day. Uh, oh man, I hate it. I hate talking about it. J.K. Dobbins. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's, go, let's rip this Band-Aid off. Torn ACL against the Washington football team. Last preseason game of the year. First quarter, man. Oh, man. First quarter. Out for the entire season. Out for the year. In the preseason. Sophomore season. Stellar rookie season. Looked to be, I'm going to say it, the future of the running back position in Baltimore. He was nasty last year, bro. He ran all over the AFC North. Just ran them over. All of them. The kid was a bull right out of college. Yeah, absolute leg churning. Well over 5.9. Well over 5.9 yards per carry. Unbelievable. Him and Gus Edwards. I mean, there's... As a Ravens fan, I will say I am not. I, I'm I'm upset that he's not going to be there. It sucks. Yeah, I'm not worried per se at the running back position. Gus Edwards, phenomenal, phenomenal. One of three rushers to rush for over 700 yards last year for Baltimore. They've got the leg power in Baltimore. I'm not worried about it. It's just sad to see yeah. the Ohio State alum gets drafted, highly touted back. Has a good season in a weird COVID year. Looks promising to start the preseason. Those legs were active. He'd lower in the shoulders, making contact. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens next year. In the meantime, it's Gus Edwards' time. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Indianapolis Colts. He's expected to miss, what, three weeks, two weeks, three weeks? At three least. weeks. Three weeks. Three He's weeks. expected to miss three weeks. Next surgery. It's going to be interesting to see what happens um, this season. 
Just like last year. I mean, last year, Phillip Rivers and everything that happened with the Colts. Um, they lost Justin Houston. Uh, well, you know, lost, whatever. They, the Ravens signed Justin Houston, and that's going to be a, a veteran piece, that I, a key veteran piece that I think will inevitably be missing from that Indianapolis Colts locker room. Again, they, they had a, a almost playoff run-esque vibe through parts of last season. Again, last season was a weird season for all the teams with the COVID protocols and then kind of branching back and having fans in stands in some places. It's it, a weird year for football all around. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, you know, it's weird shit, man. Weird, weird. weird shit. Remember the first time we went back to the... The sporting world. First time we went back to a hockey game, I'd sit there and wear our masks, yeah. except when we were sipping our beers. <laughs> it was a different experience than being shoulder to shoulder with a dude that you've never met who just had a bratwurst hot dog yelling in your fucking face. Sorry for the f word, but spilling their beer all over spilling you, their beer yeah. all over you, kicking your chair. It's days. a different world. Those days. It's a it's a different happy to be stadium. back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, it's it's nice to be to be getting things quasi back to normal. Within reason. Yeah, that's that's one of those pauses, by the way, for you guys. I just throw one of those in there, a little random. I'm gonna I'm gonna squeak those in from time to time. Maybe I'll work a commercial in there, get some advertising going. Do you think enough people are listening for advertising yet? <laughs> I don't know. I'm listening, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm also listening <laughs> when it's done. <laughs> when it's done. Yeah. Uh, more Saints news in football, though. Um, Hurricane oh, Ida. Boy. What a mess. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a mess. Um, I do like seeing some of the relief offerings that the teams are making, the Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, doing what they can for the community. Yeah. I like seeing that. Um, the Saints week one game where they host the Green Bay Packers and superstar mystery quarterback Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Uh, they will be playing that game at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida, not in New Orleans. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, that's a weird little piece of information that I, I gathered today before the podcast. I don't like stuff like that, and I don't think that anybody else does because no. it's the realization of some of the things that transpire in the world reality yeah yeah it's 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 unfortunate sometimes i hope for the the best for everybody affected by that i live in the desert in the middle of nowhere yeah i don't really see too much yeah if you can if you can definitely do something again i I love to see the teams contributing yeah the, the panthers made an announcement today um about relief effort and and you know it's it's humanitarian aid it's it's if you can it's your it's your your duty, your duty. Yeah, yeah it's your duty do what you can i'm gonna do what i can you should too i think you will certainly i like it yeah um so that's gonna be an interesting kind of weird start to to week one the nfl i think while it will be an improvement from the weirdness of last year i do think it's in for some unique experiences some stuff that's going to set this season apart from seasons previous. I don't know. The world's still kind of kind of on edge from everything that's transpired. So we'll, you know, 
we'll just kind of see it out. I'm, I'm still just going to be happy that sports are at least able to be sat down and watched on my couch, and I'm going to watch them. And when I can find myself at a ballpark or a hockey rink or a football field, I'm going to yeah, be there. Yeah, I'm going to do so. Yeah. See what happens. Uh, one thing I did want to make sure that we touched on, because um, Cody and I are old, and we grew up watching Michael Strahan just push dudes around. <laughs> uh, the New York Giants are going to retire Michael Strahan's infamous number 92, uh, and they're going to do it in November. Uh, they're going to do it the weekend of the 28th. They're going to play the Eagles. That should be fun. Uh, we all know what the uh, Eagles-Giants around the holidays tends to bring. Maybe a little punt return touchdown action late. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but they're going to retire Strahan's number. And I love that. I think that's awesome. I love when teams retire a dude's number. I always think about who the Golden Knights are going to We're just going to, you know, hockey, whatever mm. is going to happen. I always wonder who the Golden Knights are going to retire first. I think it will be Mark Stone. Mark Stone? Maybe really? Derek England. I think it will be Derek England, yeah. man. A Derek England? Yeah. The, yeah, I... I, I he was the first leader yeah, on the team. Yeah, one of the first misfits. Yeah. He really didn't. He's retired in Vegas at this point, you know. Yeah, he's a. He's They've a, done all but retire his number. I think they would probably. He's still, you know, he's still in the organization. Yeah, you know. He did a little coaching last year for yeah. the, the American League affiliate. Yeah, I'm not saying it shouldn't involved. be Flurry. I'm just saying it should well, be. Flurry's, you yeah, know, he's yeah. still in the league. Yep. yep. He, England's not. Yeah. Put the five up. Yeah. Let's go. Giants putting the ninety two up. I like it. I like it. I'm 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 proud of the Giants like organization for that. Yeah. Um, and that's really all we have for the next couple weeks, I think, on football because the preseason's over. Oh, you know what? No, that's not true. That's not true. One thing I wanted to comment on. I did not watch the game. I want to preface this. Um, my buddy Ed, if you're listening, I did not watch the whole game. But the highlights I watched, Baker Mayfield looked like a badass. That's all I got. He looked good. I think going into this year, I, I, I said it, I think week one of this podcast, I'm not sure. I talk so much sports all the time. It all just kind of blends together. But I know I've said it. I really think the AFC North, Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals, whatever. But I think the AFC North is going to be competitive. I think it's going to be just punches. Just it, it. These teams are going to be boxing it out when they yeah. play each other. They're already rivalry games. I, they're teams that are highly touted as far as their offense. If you watch the Browns-Ravens primetime game last year, I think that's what the whole AFC North is going to be all 17 weeks and into the playoffs. It's just going to be dudes throwing hands. It's going to be good football. I'm so excited to watch it. But Baker Mayfield and the Browns are coming. They got bested by Kansas City last year. The Ravens got bested by the Bills last year in divisional rounds. Both of those teams looked electric. Don't mind my bias about the Ravens. I won't talk about the NFC North or the AFC North, excuse me, without talking about the Ravens. But how could you not? Could you not? Why would I? What's the point? What's the point even? Really? It's your you're podcast, going, remember? You're diving in there and going for a little yeah, beverage? Yeah, out of a beverage. This podcast has been brought to you by Ice Cold Coors Light. Give it a little... Call me ridiculous. You're ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I think that the Browns are going to be 
badass this year. Um, so I did have one more football thing. There it is. Now you have it. Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield. Badass. Roadhouse. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Got some signings and re-signings in the National Hockey League today. Um, I, I've talked about it before. I know I have. And I, I want to kind of... I like to keep delving into things I've talked about before to build where I come from as a sports fan. Maybe you can relate, maybe not with the same teams. You have your teams that aren't your team. Obviously, I'm a Golden Knights fan, but like you have your teams that you like, you just kind of mess with. Like you, you like them. I like the White Sox. You know, I've sensed the Field of Dream games. I had only ever cared about the Orioles my entire life, and then I watched the Field of Dream games, and I watched. I really, really watched their bullpen work and Tim Anderson work, and I was like, "Damn, dude." White Sox are good and cool, and it's nice to have, especially as an Orioles fan, it's nice to have a team that, yeah. like... you've got your team, little, yeah. and then you've got your, your, your other team that you the like. Team, you know, you've got yeah, the team. team. And you have the team that's just, damn, they're good. Yeah. And I'm going to watch yeah. them be good. Yeah, yeah, I don't really care, but, like, ooh, they're good. Tampa Bay for me, yeah? Yeah, yeah Tampa, the, light, the lighting. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the light, yeah. I like the Islanders, man. I love... Everything about that place. I talked about it. I think it was last week. I talked about me and my fiance's trip to Long Island and watching the Golden Knights play in the Islanders and how awesome the fans were there and how much fun it was. They made a splash today as far as keeping the keeping the band together. Beauvillier, Palmieri, was it Sorokin and was Zizekas. it Sezikis? Yeah. yeah, resigned them all, locked them all back up. I like it. Keeping core members of this team together. They're staying together. You know they want want Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Final third year straight, and they want to win it. They want to move on. Twice in a row, that's tough. Barry Trotz. Yeah, Barry Trotz. Yeah, he's not going to do it a third time. Yeah. He's going to keep the core guys, and he's going to expand on it. He's ready to win the Cup in in New York. Again. Yeah, he's ready to win it again. He's ready to win it with this team he's been rebuilding for. Not rebuilding is not the right word. This team that he has been growing for the last Crafting. few years. Crafting. Honing in. Doing Barry Trotz things. Yes. God, I love Barry Trotz, man. The coolest coach well, in hockey. He's <laughs> such a badass. That's my bias. And it was still pretty cool. It was He beat us and very it was impressive. still it was pretty very impressive. cool. It was dominatingly impressive. Yeah. But, hey, him, him and... and the Islanders organization, they're they're making in-house moves. I like it. Keep them. Keep them all. Keep keep Anthony Beauvillier, the coolest Twitter account that I have ever seen in my entire life. You keep that man, and you let him score goals for you. Palmieri, unless you're the New Jersey Devils, how do you not keep Kyle Palmieri? He's, he's incredible. He's a veteran. Yeah. He's a seasoned veteran. He's got experience, and he's got clutch performance caliber Whatever. When you need him. When you need him. Yeah, absolutely. You keep you that dude. hockey IQ. You know? Sezikis, you have to keep him. He's a core member of that middle of the middle of the, the team, middle of the pack, core contribution players. You keep that. You keep that around. That's energy you want in the locker room, on the bench, on the ice. You want that. You keep that around. Sorokin, obviously, standing on his head when he's in net. I, I like this move by the Islanders. These moves by the Islanders. You're keeping everything it's together. A bulk move. It's a bulk <laughs> move. It is. It is. I like it. Like you 
did it on Amazon. It's awesome. <laughs> um, the St. Louis Blues, they're making moves, too. They re-signed Colton Pareko big time, eight years, $52 million, $6.5 million? $6.5 million. AAV. Jesus. I like it. How do you not like Colton Pareko? Guy won a Stanley Cup. He was a, he was a baby. And he signed up long term. He's been there six years. He's staying eight more. I like it. Good for him, man. Deserves it. Yeah, call it an even 14 years, and we'll see what happens. I like it. <laughs> I like it. But if we're talking hockey, long-term. you know what? No, really cool. not if we're talking hockey. I got one more signing I want to talk about. And that's Sean Couturier, former Selkie winner. Also locked up long-term for a little bit more than Colton Pareko. Staying with the Flyers. Eight years. $7.75 million AAV. $4 million a year raise. Plus. Is it $4 million a year raise? Wow. Yes. That's Three, amazing. $3 million. Three million. Three, Three million. Three million. That's still. It's if substantial. I got a, if I got a $3 million a year raise. I, mean, I wouldn't be. I would work yeah. for a year. Yeah, I, mean, I would quit. Yeah. That would be it for me. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, he's going to get to do that for eight years. Eight so years. Good and then, for him. Yeah. And he's staying with Philly. I love it. Can you picture Couturier now in the prime of his... Anywhere else? Anywhere but yeah. Philly not. That dude is a flyer through and through. I like it. That's a good signing. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We no, are here no to talk about what I promised you all this week. And that is the most premier beer league hockey player <laughs> that I know. Ladies and gentlemen, my best friend, number 11, Cody Tano. My goodness. I don't know what to say. That's all right. That's fine. With that introduction. You can't see it, but he's impressive. very red yeah. right now. He's I mean, turning very red. Yes. He knew what this was, and he is still embarrassed. I but it really, say that. what it was... My best friend, always super supportive of everything that I do, including this podcast venture. And I told him and all of you on Twitter last week, as I mentioned, you can follow us at OnTheBoardSPOR1 on Twitter. Again, that's at OnTheBoardSPOR1. Follow us. You'll see the tweet where I said, if Cody had a beer league goal last Thursday, I would have him here. What'd you do? I scored a beer league goal. What are you doing now? I'm here having Yes, sir. <laughs> I told you. If I say I'm going to do it, I deliver. So here he is. Tell me about the goal. Oh, man. It's like an interview. Oh, man. Tell, Tell me, me about the goal. Uh, it was a good time. Cam, how does it feel to no longer be the starting quarterback for the uh, New England Patriots? That's uh, not a good that's time. That's a different thing. <laughs> Tell me about the goal. Oh, man. Okay, so I was just in the right place at the right time. And, you know, that's what you got to be. I was that's in the blue paint standing there. I play center. It was so. a dirty goal. Yeah. I wasn't there. I, I was, was feeling there. Nobody else was there. I was, I was feeling lazy. I didn't play. I don't. <laughs> My I life. suck. I suck. Thursday nights are hard for me to make because I'm sleepy. But Cody's always there because Cody plays way more hockey than I do because Cody's a better person than I am. That's not he true. Just, just he just shows up more and it's awesome. So I wasn't there. I didn't see this goal. I, I'll be honest with all of you. I'm not even 100% sure it happened. He just said it happened. He could just want to be on the podcast. I just want to get yeah, yeah, he just wanted to talk. He could have been on the podcast anyway, but it's it's whatever. You um, might see me more. What do you have this year? What do I have? Goal. How many goals do you have this year? I don't keep track. You don't even keep track. I don't keep track. Yeah. 
You and you and David Pasternak, huh? You guys. Should <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure I'd just let the statisticians yeah, do that yeah, for me. Yeah, too busy know. sipping Duncan Colbrew with with uh, Kendall, man, yeah, with yeah. Kendall Coyne Schofield. And yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Whose husband is a Raven? I just learned this. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. I love it. Yes, just just became a Raven, correct? This year, yeah. yeah. This year, yeah. They just signed him this year. Yeah. He won. He won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. Yes. There you go. There you go, Kevin. There's your. There's your pit. There's your Broncos. There's your Broncos, bro. I got you. I'm gonna squeak that in every week as long as I can. You know what else I'm gonna squeak in? Those silences I told you guys about. In case you gotta pause it through the week, I'm here for you. I get that. Um. So here's Cody. He scores a lot of beer league goals. I don't. Every once in a while. But yeah. I like to pass him the box oh, that Joe's he uses Joe's a defensive monster, so yeah, he, he, he doesn't to, he allow any beer league goals. So I allow some beer league goals. Yeah, so do I. I also allow some beer league beers. It's neither here nor there. Um, we gotta we got to get through this here, though. So we're going to move on from Cody and his ridiculous goal-scoring prowess from, from the garage to the ice. The Cody Tunnell story. <laughs> anyway... Um, Let's talk about the NBA, and I want to talk about one thing in particular because it is extremely quiet in the offseason. Um, one little fun note I did uh, see today that one of the funniest comedians of recent our, memory, our, yeah, our, 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 yeah, our childhood at least, uh, Adam Sandler was out there balling at the pro run with Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. If I can play basketball at that age, I'll be... If I could be rich enough to play basketball with NBA players, I would be happy. I don't care if I'm good. That would just be awesome. It's better than shooting hoops at the park down the street with the lowered rim. It's it's not that good. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. You all know what we're here to talk about. Rondo. Back to the Lakers. From the Lakers to the Hawks to the Clippers to the Lakers. Two-time NBA champion. Four-time All-Star. Three-time assist leader. One of the best defenders to ever play the game. An elite player. Adding to an already elite roster with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, AD. But he's 35 years old, bro. This team is old. It's the wisdom. Is it the wisdom? I know it's the wisdom. I get that. But does the wisdom, does it transfer onto the court when you have a healthy Phoenix Suns, a healthy Chris L.A. Paul. Clippers, Chris Paul, yeah. De- Devin Booker, yeah, Devin Booker alone, just in his prime, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know that, I get what they're doing, and it's, it's fun to watch. I think it's cool, like, look, that superstar line yeah. of Rondo... LeBron, Davis, Westbrook. Yeah. That's it, a it badass was... team yeah. in 2012. And that's that's the, that's the concern. I just I don't know. I'm I I'm a Clippers fan. Cody's a Clippers fan, you're a Clippers fan, we're Clippers fans. We became Clippers fans when we got into basketball because they just they don't get enough love, man. Yeah. Give the Clippers some love. I don't want to hear it. You know I got bad taste in sports teams. I'm an Orioles fan. I think I I like to see an underdog get there, you know. Jersey just sick. Yeah, they play at the Staples Center. We can drive there and watch them. How can you not? Like Kawhi Leonard, 
Thank you. How can you not? Like, Thank in the you. modern era, how can you not dig the Clippers? Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I'm still going to watch a lot of Lakers basketball this year because you have to. you got to follow this through. What is going to happen here? Yeah, Are they going to be effective? Story. Yeah. And if On they, paper, they should be. Well, right. You know. and th- so if they are effective, think about every sport you watch. What happens through the playoffs? You start getting your ass whooped a little bit. You start getting beaten up. It's physical. Yeah, it's the best players in the league. Battling it out yeah, to advance to the best trophy in the sport. Yeah. Do and These older, older yeah, yeah. Do, does an older Lakers team have what it? yeah do they yeah. have what it takes to, to go combat the entire season yeah and then the it's, you're right without injury you got that's, Anthony that's, Davis on your team you want to talk about without injury yeah. you know what I mean the dude and again I I talked about this in week one I like AD I think AD is a baller but you're not going to convince me that AD is the healthiest player he's not always healthy and i think that that's going to be a problem in a team that is built around this superstardom you yeah. know what i mean i don't know i think it'll be cool I, to I see lebron make the run one superstar or two superstars but still at that age yeah at that that's, age. that's what it, it's really what it comes down to no one's doubting their their tenure their ability their credibility. Certainly not LeBron's. Like, certainly not LeBron's. Know, certainly not AD. I, any of them. Rondo, Westbrook. But, man, the longevity. It's going to be something to watch. I talked about it last week um, when I talked about P.J. Tucker and the Milwaukee Bucks and their re-signing of their head coach. I think the Bucks are going to be a team that's going to be around for a while. I think the Clippers and the Suns in the West are going to be teams that are around for a while. Even if the Lakers do make a run this year, what happens in a year, two years, three years, four years? Where do they go? These guys keep playing until they're 40? All it's of them? It's not feasible. It's not feasible to do and win as a team. No. It's just not feasible. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to this weird era of the Lakers. The Lakers are a long, they're like any other basketball team. They're a long-term team for the most part, usually. This era that they're in now with this LeBron. They're seeing out what they had before. Yeah, but they didn't have these players before. They acquired these players. These aren't, LeBron's not a tenured Laker. None of these dudes really are tenured Lakers players like you saw in previous eras. You know. The era of the the fast moving team that happens. I mean, look at the look at the, what the Orioles have done over the years with some of the great players they've had. Machado's the one that most recently comes to mind. But look what happened there. You move that because you have Freddie Galvis. They had Freddie Galvis from the Phillies. He went back to Philly. They they traded him back to Philly because in this day and age, some contracts are just they're not they're not all eight years. With a 6.5 right. million AAV like hockey, you don't lock these players up for the the good of the long term. It seems, and it just it's going to be interesting to see in a couple years what the Lakers and the Clippers and all of these teams look like. The Bucks, the Bucks are going to look good for years to come. I think the Hawks, that bright Trey Young future, they're going to look good for years to come. You've got teams up and coming in basketball that Phoenix. look good. Phoenix is going to look good. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with CP3 in years to come. You know, obviously he's sticking around this year. We'll see what happens 
you know, two, three, four years from now, and even if these players are still playing, what what's their worth going to be? You know, how good are they going to be? How how effective are they going to be on the court? Not every dude that plays till he's forty five years old is Tom Brady, winning, and you know, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, these dudes aren't all going to be. Jordan and and have standout careers forever. You peak, you dwindle a bit. That those things happen. That's reality. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's just the reality yeah. of it. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm more almost more excited for the Lakers season this year than I am for the Clippers season. Uh, just just for the the storyline. I just want to see what happens. It's just going to be interesting. Uh, I want to see if Phoenix. I want to see if Phoenix continues to win at the rate that they've they've won since basically since the bubble. Basically, basically, since DeAndre Ayton told the bubble, we'll see you next year, NBA. The, and, and, and they did. They did. They, did. they, they damn did. sure did. And it was fun to watch. Try, my dad lives in Phoenix. I'm trying to get him into it. He's not, but that's fine. Whatever. I'm working on it. It's he a work in progress. He likes the Coyotes. He does like the Coyotes. He likes his Pirates. You know. Yeah. He likes the Penguins a little bit, too. But his, his Pirates, his Steelers, his... Ooh, that course light has gone warm. We're going to switch it up to this mm. one. Um, yeah, that's where we're at, guys. Um, I want to thank my best friend, my confidant, my teammate on the ice and on the basketball court. And tonight on this podcast, man, thank you so much for coming and having fun on the podcast, having cold beers and talking some sports. I, I hope that you'll come back. I, I will absolutely. I'd love to have you back at some point if you want to come back. Oh man, this has been a really fun experience. I it's really cool, appreciate right? yeah, you having me on here. And this is a, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, a huge wealth of information of sports like you are, so I don't have that much to chime in. I don't know that wealth, but I write it. I write. This, I write the stuff down. Still, whatever, whatever. still. But uh, I, I would had a good time being on the podcast, and I hope to do it again. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome, man. That'd be that'd be fun. I might have um, to score more goals to get on here. Yeah. Well, you know, we can change it up if we're playing. If we're shooting hoops that week, it can be buckets. Oh man, you hit two, you hit two or three threes in a game. We can, uh, we can get time. Yeah, I know. So it's, you're it's, asking a lot. Goals, <laughs> goals, buddy. I need you to score goals. That's what I need from you. Score some goals, and we'll get you back on the podcast. Um, I am going to be bringing some more people on the podcast in weeks to come. Uh, some other sports minds, some other people that like to drink beer and watch sports with me and like me. So we'll have some friends on. We'll be talking a little bit of football. Uh, our good buddy Jeb should be on here in a couple weeks to talk the major leagues postseason and what that's going to look like and what he thinks that's going to pan out to be. Um, and then as we get closer to hockey, we're going to have some of the Pharaohs on, some of our teammates on. We'll talk oh, a little really? hockey. and Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's going to be awesome. Go Pharaohs. Yeah, go Pharaohs always. Go Pharaohs. Go Rebels. So that'll be fun. We'll have some people on. Um as I said earlier, my little plug, um, if you have not already, please pull out your phone, which you probably already have. If you're listening to this, open your Twitter, go ahead and type it in, at on the board S-P-O-R-1. In addition to talking about some of the stuff we talk about in the podcast, I am also following up constantly as a sports media type of thing. I'm just I'm trying to provide information on sports as it happens, like any other sports news database or whatever you want to call it so if if you're looking for sports info please feel free to add me into your repertoire i know i don't go to just one place when i'm looking for sports information as i'm sure you don't either well you have to make sure it's true well of course (laughs) and you got to make sure it's accurate and up to date if i could be one more 
cog in that wheel, I would be happy to do that. Um, again, at on the board spor one You can also follow me on Twitter if you'd like. Uh, again, I am Joe DeFalco, your host. Your co-host tonight is my best friend, Cody Tunnell. You can also find him on Twitter. It's less fun. He doesn't use it much. Yeah, He's don't follow old. Me. But you can follow him. Um, and that's it. I am looking forward to what happens in sports this week so that we can all sit down and talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much for listening, uh, and I will talk to you soon. Uh, and again, not just on Podbean anymore. You can find this on Spotify, on the board Sports Talk on Spotify. Again, on the board Sports Talk. Thank you, guys. Have a stellar week. We'll talk some sports again soon. See you.